Hello, I'm Richard Sargent, and this is Faith in Action, a new podcast to discuss how faith affects the way we live and work today. Digital technology surrounds us and infuses many of our daily lives as consumers, creators, and citizens. But is it a force for connection or alienation? Will technology enable communities of faith to come closer together or just separate us from our physical neighbours? To discuss this, I've come face-to-face with Ben Welby, who's a product manager in the Government Digital Service. Ben, what do you do at the Government Digital Service? I am a product manager on, on the team that's part of gov.uk, the single government domain. I, uh, I lead a team at the moment that's looking at something called the Performance Platform, which is a space where data about government services is brought together so that the public are able to see transparently what government's getting up to with its money. And what do you actually do? What's involved in being a product manager? Um, well, the first thing, the most important thing that a product manager does is they are the voice of the user of the product. So that's making sure that what we build is appropriate and useful and meets the needs that people have. And is this something you've always done? <laughs> I'm kind of accidentally ended up doing this it was never it was never really a plan originally I thought I was going to be a barrister when I was a when I was a young man and I set off to do a history degree with the intention of then going on to do law but I did a gap year and during that gap year I became very convicted about actually the motivations for doing law were not necessarily based on justice they were probably based on I think that pays quite well and so I came back and thought, well, what else will I do instead? I'm quite interested in international development. So I did a master's in post-war recovery studies. Through the course of that year, there was a, a really interesting coming together of theology and academia and experience that said, actually, I'm really interested in, in the role of local community and governance around that. So I ended up working in local government. Uh, where I was in Hull for a few years and then I arrived at uh, the Government Digital Service in 2012 just before the launch of Gov.uk. Do you find many people influenced by the connection between theology and, and local government in Hull? Only one or two. It's not It's not the most mainstream of routes into working for government, I don't think. But I think there was something very interesting to me in the course of my studies and the way in which that works alongside what I was learning in church and what I was learning about Jesus, that is all about that very deep relational experience and expression of, of people with needs being met in the place where they have those needs and trying to, trying to find a way to do something about the problems that people face. So it was a, there's, a, there's a real natural coming together of the two things, I think. The, the frustration, I think, for me probably, though, is that you end up doing far less of that than you ever thought you might in a, in a government context. You actually spend a lot of time quite removed from the public that you're trying to, trying to serve, even in a local government context. Whereas in a church, there's far more proximity to people and the need is much clearer. And I think you can get a sense that you're achieving something because primarily churches exist to meet individuals and to build relationships with them and then to work through the problems whereas with government you're trying to solve systemic problems one of the the, the challenges that i think the church often faces is that 
we can professionalize things to the point where communities of believers become a bit service consuming rather than community building and that you lose a bit more of the action in your church community you're relegated to sitting in a pew and i don't think that that's what jesus called the church to be personally our faith calls us to be in the world christians being in the world and doing normal jobs but doing normal jobs where they are not holding back on who jesus is in in terms of conversations they might have are really important how do you find that influence of faith at work how how do you find that bubbles over into work either through your words or your actions i'd like to say that it would be clear by the way that i behave that i follow jesus but i think that the that that's actually something that i i would love to do better at that i think sometimes there's not enough to separate me from a non-christian when it comes to things that are frustrating or things that are annoying but i i do trust that i have a, a fairly optimistic and hope-filled sense that even when things are challenging working in government is not is not easy always and being able to see the hope that exists and the opportunity that exists i think is really important and certainly for me having the space and the capacity to spend time with god to spend time in fellowship and to take things to him in prayer allows for the resetting of any points which are not full of hope you kind of go away from that period where you're frustrated or you're feeling particularly challenged and the wonderful thing about prayer is that god does answer prayer (laughs) and that things change and so you have both a, a hope that things will change and a knowledge that they do change and and then when it comes to just having normal conversations it's quite i i go to church well we go to church in a number of places but one of the churches that we go to meets in soho on a wednesday night in a nightclub so that's always an interesting point of conversation we went to that church well i was commuting down from york and working at government digital service and so soho is really convenient so it was great when i was away from home to be able to plug into a community of christians in in a city like london where i wasn't living at that point so it was very convenient and it's a great expression of of the weird and wonderful mixed economy that that we know the church to be just down the road so that's always a good stimulator to having a conversation with some people sometimes how do people react they're very interested because a lot of people's preconceptions about church is that it's pews and hymn books and incense and robes and so we don't have any of that it's a very relaxed comfortable space where people can bring the questions that they have There's no didactic leading from the front, dogmatic, this is the answer and you must all take it away and mull over it. There's a conversation. It fills a really important gap on the edge of church. So people can come to our church community and then end up going into more mainstream church. But equally, people who are drifting out of mainstream church come along. You've spoken about sharing your faith at work. Have you found it easy to find other Christians at work? Actually, I don't know how it is that I came upon... I have no idea, Richard, how I, I I met other Christians in the workplace. I can't really remember how that happened other than that it did. I think I put on my profile in the People Finder thing something about my faith, possibly, which maybe has acted as a, as a spark for some conversations. And then you, you sort of accidentally bump into other people. It's never particularly well planned. And I'm sure that there are people 
not just in my office in in government digital service but also in the other organizations that share our building who are christians as well who i've never interacted with who i've never sought out and i think that's a shame i think we can often as christians be quite isolated within our church communities rather than having nice easy access to just genuine christian community in the places that we occupy there is a, there is an organization called kingdom code which is a a meetup for christians who work in digital and technology and that partnered with an american organization that arranged a global hackathon in 13 different cities so a couple of weekends ago 800 people around the world employed in the digital and technology professions got together in their different cities from jakarta to bangalore to nairobi to albuquerque and guatemala city and a number of other american places to hack to build stuff for the church for christians for uh, the community around us yeah we had and we i pitched an idea um that was to try and solve this problem of how as christians who are in proximity to one another how do we find ways of meeting with one another how do we turn those anonymous relationships that we might otherwise have into things that are a space for fellowship or for prayer or for joining up our passions so that all that all those bits of the body that are passionate about homelessness can find one another more easily homelessness is probably not a great example because it's quite an obvious thing and a need that that people are often quite engaged by i think the challenge actually is often for for the two or three people in a church of 100 who have a passion that's very niche how do those two or three people meet up with the two or three people from the neighbouring church, from the neighbouring church, from the neighbouring church, so that so that, that 10 or 12 can, can start to really minister in that particularly niche space that otherwise might get missed? Technology is sometimes thought to be an alienating factor. Is there a risk that you're putting barriers between people and the state through your work? I think that's a... That's a definite fear because the more that we make things digital the less scope there is for people to have interaction with one another however i think that there's beauty in the work that we do because what we're doing is making things easier so that people can access what they need to do first time we are making sure that people who don't necessarily use the internet are still able to access the services that that they need and that they rely on and that if government is able to deliver better quality services that save people time that are delivered more cheaply that work first time that provides more time for people to do the things that are important to them but it also provides government with greater capacity to invest in those things which might be at risk of being cut otherwise you can protect more frontline services because you deal with all the excess that's being wasted in the back end in the databases in the hidden places where human interaction isn't a feature anyway what do you think the future is for the church to make better use of technology that's a massive question i don't think the church is really as a, as a whole is taking hold of technology as well as it might given that today we are more connected than we have ever been in our social lives in our professional lives i don't feel like i'm necessarily more connected than i ever was in my church life to other christians around me so that i think i think we can do more in that area funnily enough actually i think some of the best applications of technology that i think speak of the kingdom are not necessarily things that are owned or deliberately delivered by the church the bringing together of some people for the tech refugees 
response to the to the refugee crisis is is an example of that where you've got people who are just brought together by a need not not simply because they're christians coming together to respond to a need and they're using technology to meet the needs that people have in a crisis that's amazing also at a, at a smaller level the social enterprise that puts casserole together which is an idea of connecting people in the community those who are cooking lots of food and those people who could who are lonely and might might benefit from someone cooking them a, a dinner and taking it round and sharing community with them that's not a christian activity but it's absolutely the heart of community so i i don't think i can say i know of one specific church technology thing but there are a couple of expressions of the kingdom Ben Welby, thank you very much. Thank you, Richard.